This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Treadmill versus going outside. What's the difference? This is yet another question that has been around forever. And a valid, great question. And I'm going to talk about it. And as is often the case... That term best, better, is thrown around. So not only what's the difference, what's better. But I'm going to talk about how it's different. And I'm going to give you a couple studies. I'm actually going to give you one study in particular that looked at all the studies, essentially, on treadmills versus running outside. And there's going to be a really interesting takeaway from that one for you. And... I'm also just going to talk about the differences. And when we talk about the differences, we always have to look at two things. Physiological and, yes, psychological. And in doing research for the show, looking at articles, looking at what is out there, lots of bad information. No surprise. No surprise. And just one quick one. Now I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it because it kind of goes to, I'll bring it up in, in, in a few. But there's bad information. Not surprising. This is, this is physiology. And so what was interesting in the point I'm holding off on is that it's connected, that you can't divorce, separate one from the other. In other words, what is happening physiologically has a lot to do with with what is happening psychologically. And far too many people don't realize that, don't study that, don't understand it, and they just pull those components apart. It's that recipe, right, where you have all these ingredients 
and you just pull out the ingredients and look at them in and of themselves, which you can't do because all those ingredients together make the whole. That systems type theory that I constantly refer back to. So not going to talk about which is better. They are different. (laughs) Of course they're different. Of course. And I'll tell you how and why. And then you make your own choice based on what you like to do. All right. Quick break. When we come back, treadmill versus outside. What's the difference? And... This goes for walking and running, both. All right, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. So, the treadmill. The treadmill. I'm going to do a history of the treadmill. You know, what I'm trying to do with these shows as people's attention spans get shorter and shorter. I want to put everything into one episode. (laughs) And that's not what the vast majority of you want. So, it'll just be shorter and more of them. But yeah, the treadmill. Also known as what? The dreadmill. And that goes to the psychology of it. And you can use that psychology to make you stronger mentally. I'm going to talk about that in a second. All right. So we're going to talk about the differences between a treadmill versus outside. Now, let's just start with common sense. You know, when people say, is it the same? Of course it's not. (laughs) Of course it's not. Right? You have a moving belt underneath you. So you are basically jumping up in the air while that belt moves underneath you. So that's different. Let's just start with the obvious, right? You go, okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? And the studies are really interesting. And there's a U-shaped curve that's going to 
probably surprise even those of you who know many of the differences and and maybe are competitive runners, uh, someone who walks frequently on the treadmill and outside, uh, and you know the differences. I, this fact, I think, will surprise many of you. So one is not better. They are different, and you use them for different reasons, and you get different benefits out of them. But of course, it's different because you have that moving belt. Now, it's 2021. There are many different treadmills. One of my favorite treadmills doesn't have a motor. Okay? How many of you have tried that one? I'm not going to give the brand name. There, there are a couple different brands. One is the more popular one, I would argue. And this brand also has a curved version, but it's self-propelled. I call it like the Flintstones treadmill. And it's challenging. So in other words, for those of you going, I have no idea what you're talking about, Tom. You literally get on it and you run, and the faster you run, the faster it goes. And that's awesome. So we have to make that clarification because there are some people who use those, not many. And where I go to the gym, it's a humongous gym, just so many different pieces of equipment to choose from, cavernous. Uh, and they have every type of treadmill, including these. They are very infrequently used because they're challenging. And so it's a great starting point to talk about the differences between treadmills and then treadmills and running outside. So when the belt is moving underneath you, yeah, different. You're jumping up in the air. You're not pushing off the ground the way you are outside. And that comes with control, right? So control is a huge part of using a treadmill. And let me just also say, back to the, the non-motorized, super expensive. <laughs> super expensive. You go, why? It doesn't even have a motor. I'm doing all the work for me. It actually reminds me of like ridiculously expensive bikes. I was looking at a bike today. Showed it to my wife. Local bike shop. $14,000, totally digressing, but makes me, $14,000 for a bike? Now, you could spend much more, but I'm talking like a bike, a road bike, not a motorcycle, no engine, similar to this treadmill. So treadmills without the motor can be and are expensive. But when we talk about the more common treadmill that most of you are going to use and do use, it's got the belt and you speed it up, you slow it down. And so that control is a huge differentiator between exercising indoors versus out. So you control the pace, you control the incline in a way that you don't when you're outside, right? And for many people, they get on it, they keep it flat, and they go. Set it to a pace, maybe warm up a little bit, and by the way, this goes for walking and running. But for the most part, most of the, the things I talk about will apply, concepts will apply to both walking and running. But at the end of the day, with the caloric expenditure and things like that, skewed a little bit towards runners, but it's still the same thing as far as being inside, outside, all those kind of things. They cross over. So the pace, right? You're outside. You, you come up to a hill. You got to go up that hill. 
So when you're not in control, that's a big difference. That's a huge difference that, truthfully, I don't see talked about enough in these articles. That like, you know, when you come up to that hill, you're out for a three-mile walk, five-mile run, whatever it is. You're at the mercy of the elements and the course. When you're inside on a treadmill, you can keep it flat, you hold that pace, and you just go. So good and bad, different, right? When we don't have the choice, it's going to be more challenging for the most part, right? And let me say this. Again, huge advances in treadmills over the years, amazing. But the ones most people have, right now at least, don't have downhills. Or maybe slight downhill. You know, a really good treadmill will have downhill incline capability, but even that's a couple degrees at best, usually. And so that's a huge differentiator, too. You know, the Boston Marathon is super challenging for the opposite reason most people think. You know, they think about heartbreak hills at the end, right? Oh my gosh, you run all these miles, you come up to mile 16, 17, 18, the hills start, and now that's why it's so brutal. No, it's actually really brutal because it's a slight downhill the entire first half for the most part. And the eccentric contractions that your quadriceps are doing, the braking motion on a downhill just eats up your legs. And so by the time you get to those hills, you're, you, if you don't pace yourself, you're toast. So that's another differentiator. No downhills for the most part on a treadmill. Again, not talked about enough in these articles. And then one huge additional control you have, which is, again, good and bad, are the conditions. In other words, you're outside, it's cold, it's windy, it's rainy, it's hot, whatever it's going to be, you're at the mercy of that. And wind resistance can be huge. How many of you have done that out and back walk or run outside where, <laughs> depending on how you start, I'm actually getting ready to go to Nantucket in a couple days, and my run from where I stay is always the wind at my back on the way out, and an incredible headwind on the way back. So on the way out, I'm like, wow, I'm really fast. And you don't even notice it when it's at your back. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm not as fast as I think. And then you have to fight that. So not something you're going to experience inside. You've got wind, you've got conditions, and you have the changing terrain. You know, I did a podcast, a, a fit tip not too long ago, you know, little tips and tricks. And one of them for running and walking was why you should, you know, get off the sidewalk and into the, the grass. And, you know, it comes with a bunch of different benefits and one being that uneven terrain. So you're going to burn more calories, you're going to work on balance and coordination, and it's more real world. Right? So with the treadmill, let me give you the extremes. I always talk about extremes. We learn so much from extremes. I have done some crazy things, obviously, event-wise, athletically, and before uh, two of my books, actually, uh, book signings at bookstores, I put a treadmill out front and I ran 30 miles, <laughs> 30 miles on the treadmill to kind of uh, get attention before I did the book signing. And one was like, you know, downtown, uh, local town, right on the corner, lots of traffic. 
and just ran a nice slow pace for 30 miles. But here was the thing. I was smart enough because this is my job to change the incline and speed every now and again and things like that. But because the treadmill was in such a specific position and not enough variation, and and it was actually one side was a tiny bit lower than the other, in other words. So it was almost like running on the side of the road where it's really curved. So for 30 miles, having that little drop, I felt it. It was not a good thing. So that lack of variability is, is potentially a bad thing, which is why at the very least, you know, especially if you're doing longer workouts, walking, running, you want to mix up the inclines and the speed. But when you're, when you're outside, you don't have to worry about that as much, right? And you can move around much more easily to find the different conditions. So all of these things, as you see, it's neither good nor bad, better or not so good. It's different. And it's what are your goals? Do you want to burn more calories? Then you, you know, make it more challenging. And how do you make it more challenging? If you're just starting out or your goals are, you know, uh, let's not even talk about goals. If, if you are nursing injuries and you're like, I just want to get in a great walking workout, then yeah, the treadmill is amazing. But ideally, you still want to mix up those inclines and the speeds. All right. Let's take one more quick break, and then we're going to get into the studies and some other really interesting kind of aspects to this, especially the psychological. The reason why it's called the treadmill, the reason why they used to be called pain caves, as I've talked about, when you go down into your basement gym, one of the main reasons it was called the pain cave was getting on that treadmill years ago. Different today. Different today. Why one reason? You can literally run with people in real time around the world. All right, final break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, talking about treadmill versus outside, walking, running. A couple things I want to hit on before I, I forget. 
is for you walkers, do not hang on the display. You can hold the side rails lightly, fingertips, if you want, for balance, for safety, but speeding it up, putting it at a ridiculous incline, and then draping your body over the console, it's not good. You're actually decreasing your results and increasing your likelihood of injury. You are much better off slowing it down, lowering the incline, and pumping your arms in a natural movement, a natural pattern. So do not up that speed, up that incline, and then drape your body over the machine. And I still see this. What you're trying to do, you are totally going against. And again, super high likelihood of injury. You're putting your body in a weird position and asking it to do something that is unnatural and not good. So don't do that. All right. Where where was one other thing I wanted to... Oh, yeah. So we're talking about the conditions inside, outside. I've said this before, and, you know, it's gross. When I run on a treadmill at a gym, I sweat everywhere. (laughs) And some of you have reached out and shared your sweating, uh, actually, yeah, stories as well. And someone recently tagged me in an Instagram post about sweat rates and stuff. And, you know, I talked about how the fitter you get, the quicker you sweat. And the more you sweat, that's how your body cools itself down. It's counterintuitive. But when we control the elements, one thing you don't get inside, unless you do something specific, is get that wind flow over your body, right? Biking's even worse, right? So that can make it challenging. You're not getting that cooling effect that you would get outside. You know, different in different conditions, summer, August, you know. But when you're inside, depending on the conditions inside with no airflow, brutal. So this is why a fan or fans are a part of just about everyone's pain cave home gym that is going to spend, are going to spend a lot of time on a treadmill or a bike, stationary bike, things like that, because that will cool yourself down. That will cool you down. So know that there's the differentiator again. So it can be harder inside, easier inside, depending on the conditions inside versus outside. So that fan, an inexpensive fan, should be the part of just about everyone's home gym when you're going to spend a lot of time in there working up a sweat. All right? But let's talk now about the mental side because it's huge. And it's something I love, as I've talked about with all the studies I've done, sports psychology, and continue to do. So yes, it's called the dreadmill because it's brutal, and the longer you're on it, the more challenging it is mentally, but it's so much easier today than it was, yes, when I started, because it's called a pain cave because of the mental side, right? So pain cave is, again, what triathletes generally, but runners as well, will call their home gym because you go down there and it's painful physically as well as mentally. But back in the day, you put your treadmill in a gym in your basement and, you know, maybe an unfinished basement and it's dark and it's damp and you're staring at a wall. And if you're training for a marathon and something like the Boston Marathon through the winter where you have to maybe put in a 20 mile run on a treadmill, at best, all you had was music. 
at best. And today, holy cow. You know, you put on your foot pod, you use the different apps, and you are running in Rome with people in real time. You know, you get passed by a woman from New Zealand. You see her name. These are, you know, specific apps that I've used, and I'm sure many of you have as well. And so you can walk, and you can watch movies, and you can disassociate in a multitude of ways. So to call it a pain cave today, you're hard-pressed because even just your phone, you can do so many things with as far as making it less painful mentally. But let me leave you with this as far as the mental side goes. You can also use that to make yourself stronger. And yes, this is a little, you know, uh, torturous. But when you are doing events like a marathon or especially an Ironman where you're going to spend long periods of time alone in your own head, in your own thoughts, I use the treadmill to get stronger mentally. Sometimes, as I will finish this show by saying as I do just about every show of this nature, it's about variation. So, fun thing to do, or at least fun for me, you know, when I used to run in the gym especially, you take a towel, you throw it over the display. And maybe you're walking, running for a half hour, hour, whatever it is, or longer. How long can you go without looking at how much time has passed or how far you've gone? So in other words, you can take away all your disassociative strategies, music, movies, and just get inside your head. And that's challenging when it's four walls around you. You know, and it's one thing to do it in a gym with bodies around you and you can watch. And that's why oftentimes I would go to the gym to do those 20-mile treadmill runs that I would do back in the day. And I would go at like 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning or 7 a.m. because you're going to be there a while because there's so much to disassociate with. You get music on, you're just watching people, people watching. But my point is, with the treadmill inside can make you tougher mentally. And if you're someone who's competitive, competing in anything, that is a tool that you can utilize occasionally for those mental workouts as well. So this is where it starts to get gray in a fun way. Because there's the psychological and there's the physiological. And for many of you, you're going, Tom, you're an idiot. You're, you're not, never going to do that, okay? That's <laughs> not your goals, and that's fine. But you have the option. You have the option to control this for your purposes. All right? So disassociation versus association. Let me just talk about speed work, too. So one great thing about treadmills and the ability to change the speed is, well, first of all, I don't like going to the track. It's torturous for me. Talked about it, wrote about it in a book, had someone call me today reading my marathon book and was like, I love going to the track, Tom. I don't know why you don't. I don't. So I used to do or still do some of my speed work when I'm doing that on a treadmill. But I have found personally that when you start going fast, it can be potentially there's a higher likelihood of injury. Obviously, whenever you're doing speed work, whenever you're running fast, um, 
you're increasing your likelihood of injury. But I have found personally, this is anecdotal, along with, you know, some science, obviously. But because that belt is moving underneath you super fast and you're trying to keep up with it, I have found the potential for like hamstring injuries. And I can feel some of you probably have experienced this that have done these type of work. I just got to be careful. So truthfully, I am not going to go super fast anymore (laughs) uh, at crazy speeds on a treadmill. I'm going to do that outside or I'm going to do it on that non-motorized treadmill because it's different, totally different. The faster I go, the faster it goes. I'm not trying to keep up with it as this belt flies beneath me. And this is actually going to tie into uh, the interesting findings from the two studies I'm going to give you in a second. So just be careful. Just know that. Again, total anecdotal for the most part, but obviously common sense too. When you have this belt flying at 12, 13, 14, 15 miles an hour, whatever your top speed is or whatever how fast you're going. And listen, what's fast for you is fast for you. So just be careful. All right, let's get right to it. So really interesting study that looked at essentially all of these studies that fall into this category, looking at treadmills versus outside. And they narrowed it down to 34 studies. This came out in 2019 Sports Medicine. Title is A Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Crossover Studies Comparing Physiological, Perceptual, and Performance Measures Between Treadmill and Overground Running. Always great titles. Okay, so they're looking at physiological and perceptual parameters and what was different, what differed between treadmills and outdoor running. So this is interesting, and this is that U-shaped curve I alluded to at the beginning. They found a U-shaped curve that depended on speed. And this is really interesting. I love these kind of findings. Okay, so compared to running outside at the same speed, running at slow paces on a treadmill feels easier and elicits a lower heart rate. So your perceived exertion is lower. And physiologically, your heart rate is going to be lower. So that's interesting, right? Slow speeds on a treadmill feel easier and you're actually working less hard on a treadmill. Here's the interesting finding or contradictory. That's interesting in and of itself to me. But running at fast speeds on a treadmill, higher heart rate and a harder perceived effort. So when you go slower on a treadmill, easier mentally and physically, essentially. Running faster, harder, mentally and physically. And what I loved is the findings or what the researchers surmised, what their hypotheses were about this. They believed that first, the danger of falling off when running on a treadmill at a high speed might add to that increased heart rate and increased intensity. Makes complete sense. As I said, when you know, this belt is flying underneath you and you can literally shoot off the back. That's challenging mentally. And the second finding is what I talked about at the beginning, the airflow. Outside, they stated that you've got that air flowing over your body, more airflow to cool you off, and you don't really have that on a treadmill. I've experienced that, as I said, and my sweat rate indicates that as well. Okay, so... If you are going to do speed work on a treadmill, know that your tough interval session or your fast tempo type run, it's probably going to feel harder and your heart rate's going to be higher, potentially. So know that. So interesting, right? Now here, just one really awesome kind of caveat sideways, uh, 
you know, no, it's totally connected. There's another study that came out in 2017 called Metabolic Cost of Running is Greater on a Treadmill with Stiffer Running Platform. This is Journal of Sports Sciences. And so it showed that there's differences in treadmills. So the stiffer, the belt, you know, the platform, uh, the treadmill platform makes a difference. So cheaper versus more expensive, hard versus soft is going to increase or decrease your intensity, the amount of oxygen you use, the amount of calories you burn. And how do you know the difference? (laughs) That's where it gets tricky. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But just know that this is such a great example of studies going, oh, what, what about the quality of the treadmill, right? Does that make a difference? Yeah, of course. And now we're talking energy return, right? And so just know that as well. But what's the takeaway? Okay, Tom, who can, what? So they're different mentally, physiologically, like everything else, people do both inside and outside. You know, I've got the treadmill at home. I use infrequently because I love being outside first. And then second, if I'm going to run, I'm going to maybe do it at the gym where there's distractions around me when my kids are playing hockey and I have to be there. And then third, I'll do it at home on the treadmill. But like, I will run at night. I will run in the morning. We have sidewalks where I live. I just started doing more nighttime runs because I can. So when it's brutal conditions outside, it's icy, of course, safety first. But I'm also going to use that treadmill to what? Change up my mental game because even the outdoor runs get boring. And let me give one final thing on that note, by the way, green exercise. And I've talked about this in prior podcasts. Common sense, but still not talked about enough. Studies show what? You walk outside versus a treadmill. You run outside versus a treadmill. You are more likely to enjoy it more outside. You are more likely to do it longer. You are more likely to do it more frequently. And you're more likely to get more out of it. Because it's so boring on a treadmill. One final really, really important takeaway, though, taking all of that into account, some of you love the treadmill, and that's awesome. Some of you, many of you, detest the treadmill, and that's normal, too. But I was thinking about, as I was preparing the show, two women in particular I know. One woman, when I used to go to the gym all the time, many years ago, she would run eight miles a day every day. Kind of crazy, super fit, treadmill. Eight miles a day. Know another woman, and she's a streaker. In other words, she runs every day as well, but she goes outside six miles every day. This is what they like. This is what they're going to do frequently. Now, you want to be smart and safe and don't get injured, all that kind of stuff I talk about all the time. But my point is, you do what you like to do. To be the healthiest possible, I want you to mix it up. And I would want that treadmill person to get outside occasionally. And I want the you know, person outside to occasionally get inside maybe. And even more importantly, cross-train, strength train, all of those other things because nothing is super healthy if that's all we do. We need that variation. But just like what's the best time to exercise, blah, 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 it's whatever time you want to do it and you enjoy doing it. So there are differences mentally and, and physiologically. And you learned that perceived exertion on a treadmill Easier at slower speeds than outside, harder at fast speeds than outside. And let me end with this because it's what so many of you want. 
because it's more challenging outside. See, I even have to kind of edit this as I, as I go. Oh, this is perfect. What I what I started to say at the beginning of the show, there was an article that said, because you're exercising outside in the heat, we're talking about outside specifically in hot conditions, your heart has to work harder. You're going to burn more calories as a result, as it tries to cool you down, do all those things. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, but no. So it basically was said, basically it said, so if you want to burn more calories, do it outside. Guess what? Most people in those type of challenging conditions are going to do shorter workouts, slower, and burn fewer calories than they would inside in better conditions. So that is a great way to bring this all together to show how it's component parts brought together. You can't pull them apart. And then it's mental and physical. You go outside, it's 90 degrees. Sure, your body's working really hard to, to cool yourself down and get your blood to the working muscles. But if you normally do an hour on a treadmill inside walk, you go outside in those conditions, you're going to go shorter, you're going to go slower, and you're most likely going to burn less calories if that is your goal. So there you go. It depends. <laughs> I should, uh, for those of you who have listened to past podcasts where that term comes up all the time, it should come up all the time. It depends. So treadmill or outside, do both, mix it up for different physiological reasons, psychological reasons, know the differences. Try that motorless treadmill if you get a chance, the Flintstones one. Scary, <laughs> especially the curved one because you start going really fast and it takes off on you. But really interesting findings, right? Nothing is either better or worse. It's how you use it, how frequently you use it. Because do you enjoy it? That's it. All right. Treadmill versus outside. And there will be much more on this as well, especially treadmill history, things like that. Uh, let me know. Questions, comments. So many great questions I have to get to. Next episode of Listener Mailbag coming up. So, so many great questions. And you can reach out. Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. Tom H. Fit. The Micro Workout Plan is my newest book. Thank you so much for all who have purchased it. And... Super helpful if you review it on Amazon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What else? Oh, you can go right to fitnessdisrupted.com. Lots more there as well. All right. Whew. These topics, there's so much there. Always want to do like five more hours and you're just like, wrap it up, Tom. Wrap it up. But there you go. There you go. What do you like to do? Do that 80% of the time. <laughs> Back to the 80-20 and 20% of the time, mix it up. Or maybe a little bit more. All right. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. Remember, there are three things every single one of us controls. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! 
private. Put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.